Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A buzz, buzz. Support for Two Old Queens is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. I love an innuendo. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all your family jewels. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You should join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. We have an exclusive offer for you. You're you're not going to believe this. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 2 Old Queens, TWO Old Queens at manscapes.com. Can you believe it? The Manscaped, I have to give it to it. It has a really nice hand feel. Like it feels so it's good in hefts. your hand. It's got heft. It's got, it fits just right in your hand. It, it does you... feel great, you know, and it's got a light on it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You can see what you're doing down there. It's perfect. And it's really like, I've used like other trimmers before. And let's okay, just say go on, a go bit on. of a laborious process. I've, you know, got some nicks and scratch. And this isn't exactly an area where scabs are appealing. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I used the new, the lawnmower 4.0, and it was really easy and fast. Yeah, it's so, it's like a dream. It has a nice, lovely buzz and hum to it. A hum. A nice hum. You can use it in the shower. It's waterproof. You know, they engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade. We love ceramics. Uh, uh, To reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe, that's a trademark technology. It even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard length so their sizes one through four sizes are important what did you go with john what i went with a three a three something a little more conservative slightly conservative but it's not chris winter's coming exactly you gotta stay protected you wanted a scarf not a tank top kind of thing (laughs) exactly and did i mention wireless charging you have I not mentioned I wireless charging yet. I can't Mark. believe I'm all, everyone I talk to on the street, I'm saying wireless charging. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm talking about the lawnmower 4.0. It uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery life last longer. Guys, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you have been doing it wrong. Nobody wants to end up with a sort of ball sack beard. But it's not going to happen with the Manscaped lawnmower 4.0. Make me time the best time. And your balls will thank you. 
It's about goddamn time. So get 20% <laughs> off and free shipping with the code two old queens. That's TWO old queens at manscaped.com. Yes. Once again, that's 20% off TWENTY percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code two old queens, TWO old queens. That's all we got to say about that, I think. So please order it. And, and now, now on, on with the, the show. show. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Ah, oh, Mark, I am very excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. They're an actor and writer you know from the comedy group Big Grande, the podcast Man Dog Pod, the show Superstore, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, as well as the movie Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, which is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It's Dan Lippert. Yay. Ooh. Dan, oh my God. Did you bring your ghost with you? Oh no. Chilling. Uh, yes, I have the ghost making an appearance today. Oh, wow. I was really impressed with that, uh, with the you two doing that intro in unison, because even though you counted it in, John, I did. it still should be on a lag, but you still nailed it at the exact same time. Well, this is our 120th episode or so. <laughs> so if we don't have it down at this point. At least, yeah, at least 80 of them have been online. So, yeah. Yeah, a good, good portion. Dan, you've been, you're in a scary movie. Is it scary? Would you have scary scenes to mm. make? Or yeah, is it just like, into, oh, this is the fifth time we've done this. I know Roger's going to jump out behind this thing and wave <laughs> a knife in my face. <laughs> Yeah, well, you always got to be a little scared of Roger. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're buying unpredictability with Roger. <laughs> it's not super scary. There was one scene we shot where we weren't, we, there's uh, a lot of it takes place in creaky old buildings. I think I can reveal that. Oh, interesting. It's come out by the time I say this. So, but, and so there was a scene we were shooting that was like mo relatively improvised. And in the middle of it, they banged on the walls a few times oh. to get like a natural scared reaction out of us. And it did scare the shit. Anytime you hear a banging that you're not expecting, it's scary. That's true. It's alarming, at least. Yes. It's startling. That's why, like, when I go through, like, these haunted mazes and there's a bang, I don't get scared because I'm expecting right. a bang. Right. Yes. I had pitched this recently. Tell me what you think. It should be a haunted maze where somehow they have your phone number or something and you get an alert on your phone on the way in that somebody was killed in a haunted maze recently <laughs> so that you go into sure. it a little scared and it's a fake phone alert, but then you're like, Oh, it's just turned it up a notch. So it's like, sure. it's like uh, adding an extra layer of reality. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could tag you on Twitter with it. Oh, that would be good. Because <laughs> I'm always checking my phone the minutes before I get into a maze. Let me make sure there's yeah, no just one history. last check before I check out and unplug. Right. Uh, sometimes I'll email Mark from nine to ten p.m. in an October, and I'll get the the vacation responder. I'm in a yeah, haunted in a maze. maze. The next 40 minutes. <laughs> this is an emergency. Can't respond. <laughs> Do you go through like, do you, are you like a big Halloween experience head? 
I was not. And then I went through a few and I became one. I, I, I haven't been since COVID. I, I, I know a handful of people who have been doing like the delusion one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I just saw somebody who was at the uh, the Griffith Park Hayride last night. I was yeah, there last fun. night. You were probably with this person. I probably was. <laughs> Tony. Charlie. Yes. Oh, heard of her. He grabbed me a few times because oh, I had yeah. to leave. Uh-huh. They made me check my vape pen when I went in. <laughs> and then to get into once you leave the metal detector, you go through this like tunnel thing where like people are jumping out at you. Mm-hmm. So we left with Tony and I got to back to the metal detector to pick up my vape pen. They said, no, it's back at customer service. So we had to go back uh, through that tunnel four oh, wow. times and Tony Man. screamed every single time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spook Tony. on its own. That's good. <laughs> the scariest thing was my vape pen was in a plastic tin with like 60 other lighters. Oh, wow. <laughs> things like this. I was like, do I want it back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do I, like how much sanitizing do you have to do to be comfortable with that again? I wiped it on my shirt. That's, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Perfect. That's, that's what Fauci said. It has your antibodies on it. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Fauci said, just wipe it on your shirt. It's good. <laughs> if you, when your vape pen gets mixed in with other people's things at different experiences why put it yeah. here <laughs> um and i liked the i went to the not scary farm a couple years ago sure. and that, i yeah. thought because it was i associate not scary farm with like four kids yes and wholesome. i went and it was like no this is scary there's a chicken man following you around very close not colonel sanders no. not the chicken man no oh i see not reba mcintyre as colonel sanders that would be yeah. chilling uh, a half chicken half man who's like following you around really close and like balking at you and he gets and he oh. like it's just really upsetting and they've got those sliders the people that, on the the metal that's someone's sliders. life yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think a were chicken is scarier than a werewolf because chickens feel more unpredictable. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And they're also dumber. There's they're not they don't have any impulse control. Like a dog right, you can like shake a you. you could shake a can of marbles or coins at it. It'll be like, whoa, it'll, it'll like get them out of marbles. their head. Yeah. <laughs> but a chicken, there's no rationalizing with the chicken. No, I can't think of a single thing you could do to get rid of a chicken that was that was out of control. Batter, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Deep fried. <laughs> I don't know. What else do I like? I, I guess that 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 was the big one. I'm out of maze stories. So I like I like that one. Well, speaking of amazing stories okay. today, very nice. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, a lot of positive <laughs> feedback on my transition so far. Today, we're talking about Scream 3. John, what's the deal with Scream 3? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Scream 3. It was directed by Wes Craven, written by Aaron Kruger. And set three years after the previous film, it follows Sidney Prescott, who has gone into self-imposed isolation following the events of the previous two films, but who is drawn to Hollywood after a new ghost face begins killing the cast of the film within a film, Stab 3. It stars David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Patrick Dempsey, Scott Foley, Lance Henriksen, Matt Kieslar, Jenny McCarthy, Emily Mortimer, Parker Posey, Dion Richmond, and Patrick Warburton. It was released on February 4th, 2000, and made $161.8 million off a budget of $40 million. It was intended to be the final chapter of the series until the franchise was revived in 2011 with Scream 4. Roger Ebert said the characters are so thin they're transparent but praise uh, Campbell's appearance saying the camera loves her. She could become a really big star and then giggle a clips of this film at her AFI tribute. Variety praised the film as the end of the trilogy saying, 
aficionados will be best able to appreciate how wittily Craven has brought down the curtain on his much imitated genre reviving series. And that is the deal with Scream 3. So Dan, we asked you to pick a movie. Why Scream 3? Okay, I'll say this right now. Mm. I feel 0 for 2 in my appearances for this. As <laughs> far as picking movies that have like meaning to me. I've now picked two movies that I liked a lot in high school or earlier that okay. I hadn't really seen since. Okay. And, and upon rewatching, because the last one was uh, Toy Soldier. Uh, mm. Soldiers. Oh, Soldiers. Thank you. Respect the text. More than one. <laughs> um, which was, I was rewatching. I was like, eh, I, I have, I'd have no real, I liked this movie growing up, but I don't care now. It didn't um, resonate with you. But Scream 3, I felt like in the horror genre, it's a horror sequel. So like in the pair, and I do like the Scream series a lot. Sure. I'm a big fan of the Scream series, but I haven't seen Scream 3 probably since like 2003 or something like that. So gotcha. Uh, I only half-heartedly stand behind it as a choice. <laughs> do you like Scream? <laughs> what about Scream 4? I liked Scream 4. I only watched it recently because I was so worried it would be disappointing. I was like, you I thought like, they were just bleeding that thing dry. And then it was kind of fun and there's good, good scares yeah. and, and everyone's good in it. And it's like, they kind of have a pretty good idea of how to like live in that genre and be good, I think. They know how to make a Scream movie at this point. Make a Scream movie. Mm -hmm. So you only seen Scream 3, like this is the first time in like a while? Yeah, over a decade, I'd say probably. And what did you think of it? Are you like, oh, this is like underwhelming or it's like. I spent a lot of the first half being underwhelmed because it, it is like by its nature, not about Nev Campbell for a lot of it. It's like the sure. Courtney Cox, David Arquette movie in a way. Well, they yeah. only had Nev uh, Campbell for 20 days. She was oh, like making another why? movie and on a TV show. So they yeah. could only have her for 20 wow. days. And you show? can absolutely tell. Yeah. I don't yes. know. Some procedure. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> a show we won't be seeing at her AFI no, uh, tribute. tribute. She'll see that. They take that off. <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. She'll make a big scene. Um, but I then I ended up kind of liking what where it went. It's just um, there's not the first two put put the people in situations where you feel like you would be scared and you mm. can relate to mm -hmm. and this one is like in big hollywood mansions or where a bunch of the kills are or like on right. a studio stage and it just doesn't really have the same oomph to, to me absolutely okay. but you enjoyed it overall i did like yeah what'd you all think uh -huh. yeah john what'd you think of scream three seen so it before i had seen it before i don't know if I'd seen it in the theater, but Scream 3 for me, uh, this, the summer of 2000, I was doing summer stock in St. Louis and me oh. and like two of my favorite chorus boyfriends, we watched it one afternoon and we just obsessively quoted it, mainly because Parker Posey. We just yes. like fell in love with the Parker Posey of it all. Was this like a thruple? It. We, I mean, not sexually, but yes, we were. it was like the three of us hung out all the time, you know, sort of like three little chorus boys having a great time doing high society and chorus line. And we just, we quoted it constantly, especially like you're obsessed with her and you're obsessed with her daughter. Yeah. Um, and so like, I know for some reason, Scream 3 has a reputation as being not as good. I love it. I think it's so funny. I think it's so smart. I get under, I understand that a lot of people are kind of don't like it because it leans more comedy than horror than I think the previous ones. 
but I think it was a response because Columbine had happened between the second and third one, I think. And so mm-hmm. that was part of it. But I like this way more than Scream 2. And I just think it's very clever and fun and enjoyable. And again, I think Parker Posey is great in this movie, like literally is always making fun choices. And I delight in watching her the entire time. And I just kind of overall like it. I'm surprised that it has not the best reputation. But how about you, Mark? What do you bring into Scream 3? Well, leading up to this, I rewatched all of the Scream movies. Oh, my goodness. In the last week. And I do. Before, like I did it. I also did that same thing two years ago. And at the time, I was like, oh, my God, Scream 3 is better than Scream 2. But now I feel this is my least favorite Scream movie. But I will also say there is no bad Scream movie. Like, this is still okay. a good, fun movie. It just, yeah. I really miss the Sydney of it all. Like, she was, she is like the heart of the series. And like, she's gotcha. barely in this. And I just really, you feel that absence. But you have Parker Posey. Exactly. And she's amazing, a genius in this movie. She's Absolutely. like, probably the main reason to what, like, the kills are pretty lame. And then you watch Scream 4 and like, oh, they really upped the violence again. Like, they really made it gory <laughs> again. And I miss that, like, mix of scream of like the pop culture like gay sensibility with like really fucked up mean violence and i feel like you don't really have that in this but this is still an entertaining romp i would say and a fun time at the movies so dan as you may or may not know but i hope you remember we are looking (laughs) for the gayest movies ever so we have a complex and byzantine scoring system with which to judge them so we're going to go through a ton of categories and at one point you are going to come up with a category and it will be added Added to to the the wheel wheel. what does that mean it doesn't matter don't worry about it Uh, we'll get we'll get to that when we get to that stop pestering me about the wheel (laughs) anyways this is our current top five gayest movies ever made at number five with an 89.70 percent the apple and number four a new addition in fourth place is fame wait what a minute hold on hold wait on. a second i'm getting breaking news breaking news there has been an update to the scoring system since our last week there was an error on the scoring system Uh-oh. which on my part i will fall on the sword for what happened nobody. mark i had the it was it was this is very in the weeds but instead of calculating the total amount of points out of 2000 it was out of 1700 because when we updated there was one little column i didn't check so fame was in fourth place but now fame is in 13th place with an Mm 80.53 so back at fourth place with an 89.81 percent is indeed the rocky horror picture show back where it belongs some would say (laughs) in third place with a 90.37 percent madonna truth or dare in second place with a 92.99 percent the bride of frankenstein and number one with a 94.83 percent is female trouble and i should say we have reviewed the original scream on here and let me find that bear with me i could just do an alt find and see where here we are (laughs) 53.32 percent and scream is in 78th place so dan if you had to guess now how do you think scream 3 is gonna do i think it'll fare a little higher than scream 1 maybe okay (laughs) i don't know it's a slightly different scoring system so yeah yeah Uh, I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard to say. I think it'll be a little higher than Scream One. All right, or Scream, as we say. Yeah, Scream, Scream. <laughs> now, when you all hear the top five, when you say it, do you feel that you're pretty happy with your scoring system? Does that list make you proud of it and feel like, <laughs> yes, these are 
that feels uh, right up there for the five games. Yeah, nothing, like when there's nothing in it that makes me angry. I'll say yeah. That. <laughs> is there anything <laughs> that makes you proud though? Is there anything sure. that makes you happy? I mean, is the I, absence of ways. anger at all we're going for? <laughs> it's been a rough couple of years, Mark. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna see. settle for that. How about you, Dan? Do you feel? Uh... I think so. I don't know the apple. Uh, Dan, what are you doing with your life? Uh, you got to watch the it's, Apple. It's a okay. disco movie musical from 1980 that is set in the futuristic year of 1996 <laughs> uh, and was written by cocaine, I think. Absolutely. And it so, keeps getting worse in the most delightfully unexpected yeah. ways. You know how so a lot of times it. people say like, oh, this movie's bad. You have to watch it. And it like is bad and sort of fun for 15 minutes. And you're like, oh, it's just bad. This gives you a new bad every like five to 10 minutes. So yes. they're doing something so wrong that it's right. Okay. I did feel bad when fame was in fourth place. I was like, <laughs> something isn't right here. I just felt off. So then that is why as soon as we stopped recording, I had to invest. I went line by, I went cell by cell. And like, what <laughs> wow. happened? What went wrong? And then I figured it out. All right, Stan. So our first group of categories are the canon categories. And for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, Dan, how would you score Scream 3? in actual gay characters. Zero to a hundred? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they don't tell you if Heather, Heather Moderato's character is gay. This is true. That's true. So a one? <laughs> <laughs> You're just assuming based on uh, no, yellow tinted saying, sunglasses. Yeah, I'm saying, it, you know, I, uh, uh, that's the only one that, you, you know, in early, late 90s, early 2000s Hollywood, that character is sure, uh, right. is the one that would be presented as gay. So yeah, one out of a hundred. The only one I thought of that could be is Roman, who's mm -hmm. the director, because who else but a gay man would be obsessed with an actress? <laughs> but didn't uh, one of them sleep with him to get the part? Was that That's true, but that's all I had. It was like, well, he's a man okay. obsessed with an actress. Right. I mean, possibly Dion Richmond, possibly Maybe? Matt Kieslar. I mean, like, they don't say it. They don't These are just it. people who like we don't hear anything contrary to them being gay. And it's such a bummer because the movies have such like a gay sensibility. You know, yeah, I was, I was having that exact thought when I was watching this one is like. Yeah, exactly what you said there. The, it, it, and it would fit in any movie, but would fit like perfectly yeah, yeah, exactly. into this movie. There wouldn't be like a we've got to have a weird scene where like the straight people talk about how uncomfortable the gay person and scream. You'd be like, no, they're just gay. Yeah. But no actual gay people, which is a bummer. And same with part four. Maybe the remember. fifth one that comes out next year. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We'll one get some gay five. victims. <laughs> it's about to, that's 20%. Oh, no. Oh, that's Scream 4. This is a problem. There is a gay person in Scream 4. Okay. All right, Progress. There you go. There you go. Okay, it's 25%. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's That's, the most liberal movie of all time. Absolutely. So progressive. <laughs> Give it a flag, a glad award. <laughs> Still, every year. And once again, the, the glad screamy goes to. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty low. I'll give it a 10. What did you say, Dan? A four? I said a one. Oh, a one. <laughs> Fair enough. Still for Heather. John's giving it a 10. Uh, I'll give it a three. This got to be somebody on that film set. Right. Giving it a 4.67, which is terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. But we'll probably make up some points here, I imagine. Gay icons. I mean, you can't throw a rock without him, a gay icon in this movie. We got Parker Posey. 
could Nev say Courtney Campbell. Cox. I would Nev say absolutely. Campbell. What do you think Nev Campbell's like gay? Like, what do you think the gays love Nev Campbell for? Scream. Scream, the Scream franchise. Okay. I would say so. The craft a little bit, maybe. That's true. The craft. Absolutely. Also has done well on this podcast. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Come oh, on. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot already about that. Our queen. I would say uh uh Jenny McCarthy for log cabin Republicans would probably like her. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And Heather Matazaro. <laughs> Heather, welcome yeah. to the dollhouse. Yeah. What about uh McDreamy? <laughs> I just feel just as McDreamy as a reference. <laughs> but that still feels like basic white girl to me, McDreamy. Well, there's basic white gays too. That is true. What about Wes Craven? Uh I feel Maybe. like you really like him, Mark. I do, but I don't know if I'd say like, <laughs> you know, him and Harvey Milk. <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. Sure, right? sure. Right. <laughs> I love Wes Craven. Don't get me wrong. Right. He's no John Waters. Fair. <laughs> this is true. That's a tough, that's a tough bar though, John. <laughs> but is he John Waters? No, no, it is. No, it is. <laughs> Pretty good, I would say. And what's the, what's the, this is out of 100 Zero also? to 100. Correct, Zero yeah. to 100. I mean, hearing those listed, I'd say 70. 70. I'll go 77. 77. I'm going to go 85. And I think like 50 points of that is Parker Posey. Oh, yeah. I think this is one of her better performances, honestly. She's great. I think I, I was telling Mark this over text. Something about like I missed Parker Posey growing up. Like mm. I, I saw her in movies and thought she was funny. But like now being a little deep. older, I've like been rewatching stuff that she's in and being like, and realizing how much of what she's doing is fully original choices that, that <laughs> right are now. like incredibly engaged and incredibly interesting <laughs> in every single scene. Like there's even one where her and Courtney Cox round a corner and I, she just rounds the corner funny. I, I literally wrote that down. She's just like a half a second later. It's funny. It's so perfect. It's that thing of like, it's perfect for the character. It's perfect for being funny. Like it just works on so many levels. And you're right. It is such a thing of like, she thought of that when she was on set. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? This wasn't something that like was in the script or that she was like, here's something. It was just like, she would, it felt like she was just so in the moment, like, What's the craziest, funniest thing? Like that line that I was talking about earlier that my friends and I quoted, what we especially love about it is, so Parker Posey says this line like, you're obsessed with her and you're obsessed with her daughter. And the shot stays on her, even though there's like three or four more lines that aren't her, but she just like, 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 like exhales and does like a grounding exhale after that moment that you could tell <laughs> the editor and the director were like, we need to keep that moment. And that's like, <laughs> no one wrote that. It was just like her going for it. And we're waiting to exhale. Exactly. That's her waiting to exhale. That's her waiting to exhale. <laughs> She's even makes uh, Superman Returns worth watching. I I don't remember that movie at all. <laughs> Nor should you. I don't remember one. Ounce, I, I remember seeing it, I think probably the Friday it came out, but I don't remember. Anything you don't remember it. the one action sequence in the Superman <laughs> Returns? That's weird. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, all right. Our, well, it got a 77.33, which is higher than last week's fame. Pretty good. And that had shirtless dancers. Um, are those gay icons? They should have been. All right. Our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? It's not really like not compared to Scream 2, where you have Jerry O'Connell tied yeah. up shirtless to like a cross. That's true. And also like Patrick Dempsey's doing that thing of like, I'm a really skinny, so I'm going to wear like a real like pillowy shirt. So it seems like my torso is bigger. But I will say this. I saw uh, Leah Schreiber had been working out for some other movie when he filmed this. And so the scene, the one scene that he's in, he insisted that he take his jacket off huh. so that you could see him with his very nice form fitting sweater. I did. I notice, appreciate it. 
I, uh, yeah. I recently bought a sweater and so I know how they fit my body. And That's I noticed it. it on him and was like, oh, man, I'm so envious of a body that a sweater would cling to in this way. Henleys are unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you're going to don a Henley, be yeah. an eagle. I don't know. <laughs> then be an eagle, Liev. Uh, but there's a lot of good looking guys in this, so I think it's safe to say. Really? Matt Keesler is hot. Dewey Thank remains you. hot. Remains Scott Foley's hot. That's interesting. I couldn't tell if these guys were hot. Sometimes I felt like it was what like a, a straight executive's idea of a hot guy would be, but none of them have any. I would say they're all presence. soft hot. Yeah. Like they're definitely good they're looking. Warm. If your sister was like, here's my boyfriend and it was Matt Kiesler, you'd be like, good for you. Right. But he's not someone there. None of them are like necessarily people who like you're the hottest guy in the room. They're not always the hottest. I don't guy know. In the room. Scott Foley. Are very, Scott Foley. Interesting. You don't think? I think he's cute. He, he was but on a CW show. Yeah. He was on Felicity. That always confused me. Because <laughs> I knew him from this before I knew him. And then I was like, this is a CW guy. I don't <laughs> <Right>. see it. <laughs> I thought he was better than that. <laughs> no, no. I just don't see him as a heartthrob. I don't see him like as right. a. Those lips. Those eyes. quickener. No pulse quickening when he comes on the screen for me. <laughs> wow. There's also a, I didn't get his name, but there's a cute security guard at one point. <laughs> the, Do sure. I remember who that is? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I wrote it down in my notes three days uh, ago. Okay. <laughs> so who knows? Do you use, uh, do you ever watch on Prime with the x-ray thing where it just tells you everything? I do when you pause it. When oh, I yeah. pause it, that, what that's an incredible a feature. It's incredible. <laughs> But it also makes me feel like if parents oh, like, knew that watch. feature existed, they would rejoice. I also feel bad for the intern or whoever who has to compile all that information. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do I need to get every person in this? Thing? You're like, oh, yeah. like it just seems so laborious. But one of them, but too, there are was people like, whose brains love doing that. So I yeah, think. that's true. There was a goof in there that was like, um, the lip sync was off in this one. And it's like, that's not a goof. I don't need to see that. <laughs> you better. That was a mistake. That was unintentional. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you want to give this for the male gaze? Hmm. I, I, I am judging it compared to the other ones where I think it's a lot more smoldering. The, the guys sure. that are hotties. Did we say Oliphant already in the second one? We haven't mentioned we haven't, him, but, but yeah. Thank you. Uh, and I think in comparison to the other ones, it really is a drop. Well, there's no sex in this one either. There's, there's Yeah. I, I, I got it like 20. 20. Ooh. I'm going to go 55. Wow. 55. I, I, sweater. I, I can't go first anymore. I feel like I'm being no, too hard no, on everything. Don't worry about it. You're I think I, I'm lower, but I don't think this, I think it should be low. So it's, Dan, I think it's okay that I'm right. lowering it. So I did make an average. That's why. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, Dan. Your opinion means nothing to us. <laughs> <laughs> just relax and ease your mind. Mark's not actually writing it down. He's just writing it on no. his score. And, that's, yeah. <laughs> and then he just averages out his own. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it got an, I gave it a 60. So it got an average of 45, which is pretty good. Okay. That's all right. 60 you gave it. Yeah. What else is around a 60 level on your list? Um, let me click to another tab. This is a nightmare. I'm um sorry. uh Elvira, Mistress of the Dark got a 57. That's less to you than Scream 3. That's huh? the total average. I didn't give Elvira. I gave I see, Elvira a 46. I gave it lower, but what's a 60? Let's uh let what's me... a Mark Rennie 60? What's a Ma that's a Mark Rennie 60, I tell you. <laughs> oh, I gave the man from Uncle a 69. I was being a horny little bit. Uh, yeah. A little cheeky. <laughs> and that had who's in that? That's got some real hunks. Henry in that Cavill, one. the unfortunate army hammer. <laughs> the unfortunately hungry. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, he's unfortunately hungry. <laughs> All right. Have you seen there's an Instagram he posted years and of him like buying an at-home drug test, like taking a photo of it in his car? No. Huh. And it, to it was test when he, himself? Yeah. <laughs> Have I was, taken drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Our next category, entrances with pizzazz. Oh, this oh. is chock full of them. I mean, yes. Ghostface can't leave a room, enter a room without any pizzazz. Yes. Ghostface. Also, Nev Campbell, like when she and Dewey first reunite, there's like the swelling of romantic music. And then two minutes later, she gets the same music when she sees Patrick Dempsey for the first time. <laughs> She's got a theme. Yeah. They also gave theme. Sydney's old house on the set, like the recreation of the house, yeah. like had its moment, which yeah. was really fun. Yeah, remember Definitely. this? That Parker Posey coming around the corner a split second after uh, Courtney Cox. Even there's a, oh, go ahead. I, there's a very funny one when Patrick Dempsey just gets like punched by Ghostface, yes. which I thought was, very, was like, incredible. why is Ghostface punching people now? That feels like such a de-heightening. <laughs> He's just punching people? Yeah, that was a big comedy punch for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there also was that whole section of just jump scares of them each like coming in and, and everyone else being like, ah. Yeah. Uh, 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 what that was when they call all their names and then they show up and they're scared of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Patrick Warburton's, I would say, spoiler He's alert, good. his death is even a, a pretty good oh, right. uh, scene stealing entrance. And he shows up and they all watch him die. That's yeah. Right. Oh, that was a fun one. But no one approaches him to help. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're too freaked out. <laughs> He's Republican. He's staff, right. <laughs> oh, no. Is that true? It is true. Yeah. I guess I'm Sorry. not that surprised. But You'll never be uh, able to ride Soren over California the same way again. Oh, no. It, I, I, the only thing I can think of that would be negative about the Disney Corporation. That's it. Hiring Patrick Warburton. If you do ride Soren, someone once told me that uh, apparently Patrick Warburton was hungover AF when he filmed that video. Oh, really? What? Like in between shots, he was like throwing up in a bucket. That's <laughs> really? what I heard from someone. <laughs> you know, that's a great little tidbit. He's a total pro. <laughs> a fun little tidbit, right? He's a pro. Yeah, he's he a got, pro. He, he did the job. He's like out with his friends, like, ah, tomorrow I'm filming some bullshit video for Disney. Another <laughs> round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz? Uh, 85. I think there's a ton of pizzazz here. Jay and Silent Bob have a little pizzazz, I would say, even. Yeah, sure. Uh, Heather sure. Matarazzo has a little pizzazz. Yeah, she sort of like stumbles I, in. Uh, even Jamie Kennedy's video entrance is a bit pizzazzy. That's true. Absolutely. I mean, that's when you know you're in the hands of a good director. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every, he knows how to make a moment. I'm going to go 94. 94. I think it's pretty pizzazzy. Uh, I'll go 90. Pretty pizzazz. Give an average of 89.67. That's pretty good. Okay. All right, our next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety would this movie give Mike <laughs> Pence? He was the vice president, Dan. Of Paramount? Of yes. Paramount, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to lose a fortune when this comes out. <laughs> so what would make him anxious? Obviously, um, people who have a, uh, are a certain sexuality and it can't be changed by a camp, that would make him sure. anxious. <laughs> sure. Although there's not a lot of gay people in this movie. Yeah, he'd be oh, fine. And this so is be, a perfect little bubble. I mean, he'd be anxious about the violence, uh, certainly. The violence. I think the promiscuity of all the actresses, like almost every single one of them, like I didn't sleep with someone to get this movie for nothing, you know. But I think what he would like about all that promiscuity is how it paints Hollywood. Oh, That's what oh, I, I think, too. Saying, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this is like a, a warning. His, his negative. Yeah. 
stereotypes. So I don't know that it would make him super anxious. What else would there be in there? Yeah, not a ton. I, I, I'd say like a 25. Because this is even like the least violent, least horny yeah. of all of them. Yeah. A I get what you're saying. My feeling, though, is like if he and mother sat down to watch this movie, it's there'd true. be a lot of, I don't know. I don't know, mother. I don't know. It's true. I will give it a 73. Because it's so it is still a horror movie with a yeah. lot of stabbing. Mm-hmm. I will Even say a, a knife going into a body might make him think of like sex or something. Exactly. Like that. There should be a condom on that knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, there shouldn't. God will know. God will. Decide. Oh, I see. I'm so confused about how that abstinence works. I'm putting <laughs> condom on my knife. I should say Christian Spotlight on the movies did review this. They rated it very offensive, but in the review they were more offended by like it's just not as good as the others. They said. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some closeted queen running. That they website. said it's only for. <laughs> Only for fans. Well, it was by, reviewed by Hillary Hunter. Maybe that's an acronym or a, a pseudonym. That sounds like such a gay man's drag, like movie reviewer, Dave. I'm hunting for Hillary. Like they're probably working like, for uh, Hillary Clinton. No, well, yeah, but like, what's her name? Who is that gossip? Luella Parsons or Hedda Hopper? Oh, sure. That's <laughs> this is my Hedda Hopper. <laughs> um, I'll give it a fifty. I think this is right in the middle. Giving it a 49.33, which is low. Yes, lower. I, can't I brought it down pretty far That's with okay. my 25. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, it's like 40 Fuck. points lower than fame. <laughs> I right. think fame would, would freak Mike Pence out yeah. more. There, there are gay characters in that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right. Our next category, Hell on Heels. And by this, we mean feisty women. Gail Weathers. We really? love Gail Weathers. Other than like the blonde women who get killed in the Scream movies, all of the women are pretty feisty, I would say. I think so. Yeah. Sydney. Yeah. She just Even like Kelly Rutherford at the beginning. She's pretty feisty. Yeah, she gets yeah. a good Jennifer Jolie, Parker Posey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I honestly, even... her and Courtney Cox, I thought were so fun together. I was surprised. I was yeah. like, there's got to be some like sisters script out there that the two of them should do or like some sitcom. They'd be great. Yeah, I would watch that. I would. I, my, I kept... Even if it's a multicam, you hate multicams. I know. Mm, yes, I, I would watch it. Would <laughs> what if wa- it's on? It, You'd it watch the pilot and, ever, and then yeah. decide. <laughs> I would decide, but based on what is famously the worst episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> but how did they end up living together? I gotta know. <laughs> I to know. Set it up for they're me. They're so different. Nothing would make sense otherwise. <laughs> I have to go back and watch the other two Scream movies. Courtney Cox, oh. they really... <laughs> not the HBO Max series? Not the HBO Max That's series. That's very good. You I'm going to go back and watch You're that. You're friends with too, one of the stars. I, yeah, it's just, weird. I, I'll go back and rewatch that too, but I've already seen it recently. Uh, but um, they really thinned out Courtney Cox's eyebrows to like hell. Well, it it's those bangs. Those bangs. And the bangs, the, yeah, that was the second outrage. thing. It's just like... Oof. It looks like they're trying to cover up that she's balding in this movie. <laughs> Who is she? Me? <laughs> also, um, I did like Jenny McCarthy complaining about another goddamn rewrite. Yeah. It's sad that Jenny McCarthy's good in this because she's yeah, such yeah. a cuckoo uh, ding dong. Bananas, yeah. <laughs> ding dong. I'll say it to her face. <laughs> What? She's a host of The Masked Singer. You can't call her a ding-dong. <laughs> get off the stage, a ding-dong. <laughs> oh, you're going to get Ken Jeong mad at you, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you're such a self-sabotager. You were you were in the running to be the next judge. Me? 
I would love that. <laughs> Anytime someone says, because I've only seen clips and it's always like Ken Jeong saying, is it Barack Obama? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. of course not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We'd be lucky to get Malia Obama. Right. She's interning at DreamWorks probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think she's still interning? I hope that. Oh, they, she's an exec. Yeah, I hope that they just are like, hey, let's cut the bullshit. We know yeah. what's happening here. Just, you, you know, know, we have to spend so much money on security for you as a PA. Yeah. This does not make any sense. <laughs> Can we just give you a salary and you never come in and never do anything? That would work out best for everyone. You want to hang out at Video Village? Fine. Great. Do that. Yeah, here's your headphones. Hang out. I would say, yeah, like I'd say 95. I would 95. say it's, it's full of feisties. Yeah, I'm going to go 92. 92. And that is like a fun theme of like the sla of the screen series, especially that all the there's no one who's like just a helpless victim. Like they call that out as part of the text. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll give it a 93. Give an average of 93.33, which is 3.33 points higher than fame. And that had women in actual heels. <laughs> all right, our next category: a chosen family. I think anytime you're making a movie, the a film the set actors and the crew become a chosen family. Yeah, but I didn't really buy it. Did you all buy it between these actors? <laughs> no, they didn't seem to like each other very much. Yeah. yeah. Emily Mortimer really, she went pretty huge in this one, I felt. <laughs> she, she did. Was, uh, and she's been good in things, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hasn't she? Well, she's British, so I just assume she's good. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I think the, the chosen family of Dewey, Sydney, um, Gail, and whoever they kind of pair up with in the movie is always a pretty strong that tr that uh troop triangle yeah so i would give them some power but um beyond that what about the overall presence of the band creed are they not a chosen family <laughs> they have a song on the soundtrack and a poster on the wall yes there they replace go. i was trying to remember what her poster was from the scream one that they're recreating in that room because i know it's also kind of a funny one but i can't remember i don't what remember they... oh. um so yes creed is a chosen family Nice. Thank you. With arms <laughs> wide heads. open, they let you add to it. <laughs> um, I, pretty low, though. 55? 55. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I'll go 55 as well. You know what? I'll go 55. Are we uh, a chosen family? Are we family? a chosen family? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, 55 we are. fam. I'm happy to choose you. <laughs> and I you. Don't tell Sammy Hagar. <laughs> we can choose 55 <laughs> not me <laughs> that was a really good Sammy Hagar impression Mark thank you I needed you to hear it right now okay <laughs> our next category macabre how macabre is scream three well the first thing I wrote down that LA traffic oh right? my gosh the what first thing worse? you see in the movie oh mm -hmm. stuck at the hollywood bowl traffic <laughs> too, the worst of those <laughs> probably doesn't matter if you're seeing a show or not yeah no you'll be stuck in it i was trying to think it, not that it really matters but they were like relatively accurate with like his his route home there oh, sure he i got think off so your capital records he turned left to the pantages but there's a right. sign there that says <laughs> downtown hollywood i'm like where the hell is downtown hollywood there's no I such place i couldn't tell if it was a sign i had the same moment where it was saying go this direction to go towards hollywood and downtown is right this way, hmm. like south or if they were saying downtown hollywood which is crazy to put Not into a, a movie does doesn't happen in do hollywood. you think it did you guys live in hollywood in 2000 
No. Okay, John, you have to call us out like that. I'm no, just saying, because I, I mean, as someone who's more of an East Coaster, that didn't bother me, but I get it. I was just wondering, maybe they did exist. Yeah. Stopped existing. Maybe, but like the font on the sign didn't look real. It looked like a fake sign. <laughs> to me. Like the font was too big. <laughs> it was someone had printed it out on a printer. And it didn't <laughs> look like Helvetica to me. <laughs> Uh, but then my question, I uh, wasn't here in 2000, so I don't know what that area was like, but if he's driving past the Pantages to get home, he's got a TV show. Where is he going? Where does he live in this apartment complex? Uh, maybe it's Los Feliz. Maybe. maybe. And the films in, Stu- in Culver City, maybe? Could be. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'd buy it. I don't know. That's my know. that's my LA uh, opinion of the <laughs> That macabre. wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> now... They I did just... think it was funny when his girlfriend mentions that Cotton like to play stab games. Yeah, that's very twice. macabre. I think, yeah. <laughs> especially someone who's been accused, spent time in prison for a murder. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's. I mean, I guess he's got that gallows humor that we all hear about. Sure, <laughs> I've heard about it. <laughs> like when you're a nurse or a doctor, like we gotta laugh about this stuff, otherwise we, we go something. crazy. Gotta laugh. I think the ghost of your mother haunting your dreams is pretty macabre. Pretty all that macabre. stuff was really fun. Yeah. I yeah, also those... think anytime you start a video with, if you're watching this tape, it means I'm dead. That's pretty macabre. Yeah. But it also seemed like a fun improv game. <laughs> <laughs> like instead of living room, we just say like tapes from have, beyond the grave. Say that Everyone has to do the tape of like, I'm dead because this is what happened. And here's what you need to know. That would be very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and macabre. Yep. Very macabre. <laughs> I Sydney has a poster up from the play she did in Scream Two, mm. but oh, in wow. that play she killed two people on the set. Tough memories. The friends you make. The friends. You but make isn't that weird? Like, wouldn't that be college. the first thing you think of? Like, oh right, I killed Con- uh, what's his face's mother, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mrs. Loomis. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe and, that's what brings her uh, solace. Oh right, like they're, they're dead. dead. Oh, yes. It's not at all the memory of doing the play. <laughs> she sees it. She remembers that it's they're like a dead. receipt for their death. Right. Oh, right. They're dead. I mean, generally, just someone's life being consistently tormented by people who are obsessed with her. Sure. <laughs> right. Because her mom was promiscuous is essentially <laughs> right. the story. That's pretty macabre. And also just the whole thing about like powerful men, like the main producer is like a Harvey Weinstein figure in a movie produced by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I wonder because if his I, notes were I mean, during that casting session. Hopefully nothing. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. I don't want to fuck any of these people. <laughs> Cast who you want. <laughs> Finally, pig. I thought someone under 30, someone under 30 worrying about the future felt macabre. <laughs> You're fine. Shut up. Don't worry. You got a lot of time. Yeah, you got a lot of time. For Your skin up. looks great. You'll be fine. You could abandon this career entirely. Go to college. Start a new one. You'll be fine. That I think I would say. I mean, just the the act of the ghost faced. Sure. I mean, is people are murdered. Become, yeah, I'd say people it's like are a murdered. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Indeed, one of the most macabre movies you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm gonna go ninety two. I think it's very macabre, but there is still some fun in it. Yeah. I'm gonna go eighty five, just because there's not a lot of gore. And all the all killings right. are pretty like tame. They're just like simple stab, simple stabbing, simple stabbing. Oh, not just that, but all right. I guess there's a gas explosion, but that's like bloodless. You know, yeah. it just feels like <laughs> safe. Just sure, sure. Um, but it got an average of 92, which is two points lower than fame. Well, that makes sense. <laughs>
All right, our next category: dramatic lighting. Mm. There's a well, there's that Marine's night walk looked great when she's like walking through the woods up to Sydney's yeah. house. That yeah. looked really fun. There's like the helicopter spotlights at the top of the movie. Mm-hmm. That whole basement going on. Yeah, the basement. Doing I, I, shorts the lights. He like uses shorts the lights out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole having the final scene be like wall a film <laughs> reel of her mom. Yeah, right. He's going. That's dramatic. But there's not. I mean, there's like horror movie dramatic lighting, but there's not dramatic lighting that's like notably different than most horror movies, or that right. like makes this stand right. out to me. I I always remember the pool outside Drew Barrymore's house in the first one. What's yeah. like the, That's good lighting. This one doesn't have as much of that. That's also just an inherent, like the fact that it seems to be like, I'm not quite sure, like Napa or wherever it is that there's like, it is nice homes, but they're also like isolated from each other and like these hills. It just sure. makes them more inherently creepy setting yeah. exactly. as opposed like, to just oh, Hollywood. Yeah, someone, your neighbor could, there could be a mass murder happening in your next door neighbors and you'd have no idea. Yeah. As opposed Which to here, you'd nice hear it. Bad. Right. Yeah. In LA, you'd hear it, but then just be annoyed and not yeah, do yeah. anything. You'd go on next door. Exactly. Someone Anyone else hearing this here? murder? <laughs> My child has to sleep. I mean, and it's also, I think this is why it's a little less scary is it's like, oh, like I said, always on movie sets and stuff like that. You don't feel like the drama of it. So I, I'd put it pretty low, like 35. 35. I get what you're saying, but I still think they, the the lighting is pretty dramatic and fun. I'm going to go 76. Fuck! God, wow. <laughs> so I guess you're a big homophobe, Dan, is what we've learned by your score and dramatic lighting. Glad we brought you back to prove the point. Well, I'm, and I'm glad to stand behind that. Uh, Fair enough. That... <laughs> I'm going to give it a 60 in dramatic lighting. Given an average of 57. Finally, the last of the canon categories. Dan, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend Scream 3 to a gay person? Mm. Zero to 100. Zero to 100. Uh, I I would recommend Scream Scream 3 equally to anybody. And I would put it around 80. 80. No, even higher, 90. 90! Okay, so if a gay person's like, I've never seen Scream 3, you're like... Go home. You stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you call yourself a bottom. <laughs> you make me sick. Could you imagine if I said that to somebody's face? <laughs> They'd love it. How dare you? You're in a movie. You're the most aesthetic bottom I've ever encountered. <laughs> I've heard of sloppy bottoms, but you take the cake. <laughs> It was sloppy, but lazy, uninformed uh, bottoms. No, unforgivable. Get out of my sight, bitch. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's too far. <laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out for, you. <laughs> for your sake. No, leave it. Okay. <laughs> Double down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think again, like I, me and my friends, we had a, a, we made a feast off of this movie, and I think Parker Posey really is great. I'll go eighty-seven. Yeah. 87 surprising um yeah i think i would recommend the whole franchise like if you've never seen the right. scream movie just start from the beginning uh, but also scream 3 is like for the parker posey of it all if you're doing a parker posey completionist you have to watch yes, scream 3 mm-hmm. um, what, what's so, a, what what's your mount rushmore there if you're a parker posey completionist? i would say you party girl party girl also big, uh, best in show mm-hmm. what about lost in space <laughs> season one and two she's the doctor and we're talking shows wow. right? <laughs> all right 
I'll watch those and I'll let you know if they belong on there. You don't need to watch Lost in Space. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Uh, Well, it got an average of 90.67, which is about 5.67 points higher than fame. Okay. I'm with that. Okay. All right, now we are into the wheel category. Spinning wheel. Spinning so these are all categories that previous guests have brought in, and we've put them on this wheel, which is mm-hmm. an app on my phone. So what's going to happen is we're going to spin it once, and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge the movie. Then I will pick a category from the wheel, and we'll use that. And then Mark will pick a category from a wheel. And then finally, you, Dan, will come up with a category which we will add to the wheel, which we could use to potentially judge future movies. Wonderful. Make sense? All that stuff we were talking about earlier? Yeah. You got so mad it's about it. paid off. I'm glad you finally explained it. Okay, here we go. Scooter as transportation. Hmm. Hmm. Scooter as transportation. That's from our Pieces of April episode. (laughs) Right. The closest thing would have to be, do they ever use like a golf cart? They don't even use a golf cart. Yeah. Which is a real letdown. You don't even see any nuns or astronauts. Right, yeah. They always have characters making movies that are never made. (laughs) (laughs) I, I guess a zero, right? I get right. Uh, you could say that Cotton any... Weary scooters through traffic with his driving techniques. Okay, True. there you go. You're really trying to make it work. <laughs> Not even roller skates. Not even roller skates. Not even roller skates. In the 2000s in Hollywood, not even roller skates. Big post- mansion. You got to find ways to get places faster. I guess you couldn't in post Columbine. Yes. Imagine if the Columbine shooters wore roller skates. Wouldn't that be and even Peelies, worse? Could you imagine? That'd be so humiliating. Really bad branding. You're having fun? <laughs> You'd be whimsical? You assholes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any scooters in here. There's maybe in the background a golf maybe. cart, I'm sure, somewhere. There's got to be. I mean, not enough that it would, it would you know... Not in a set, not in a way that it gazed the movie up at all. Absolutely, <laughs> no. you're so no, right. No, there, you're there. correct. <laughs> so I, I'd it's have more to say, pandering. I'd have to say a, a two. A two, tough but fair. Yeah, I'll go three. Three. I'm gonna have to go zero. Well, I'll give one for Leave Schreiber scooting there through that scoot Hollywood traffic. traffic. There you go. <laughs> Giving it a two. All right, now it's time for John to come up with it to add a category to well, use gonna, a category. I'm going to pick a category from a movie you may remember called Toy Soldiers. Oh, and that category was angry phone hangups. Oh, and I think the Scream franchise category. in general has got a lot of on lockdown. Fun. Yeah, Pretty much constant. Yeah, scared. Well, he's constantly angry at the hangups, the the ghost oh, sure. face. But yes, yeah, he'll stab hang-ups. you for hanging up on him. Absolutely, he'll get you like a fish. <laughs> the level of the like high, the technology they use for the voice changing is like Star Trek level at this yeah. point. <laughs> it's like so powerful. That and perfect. Bothered, that bothered me on this rewatch more than when I was a teenager watching these movies or whatever oh, age. Yeah, it was like okay, this is too crazy that he can just mimic everything. But I guess voice. it's okay in the first two because it's just doing one voice. Voice and like yeah, yeah well, that now makes sense. Voices, you know? Yeah, it's like oh, there's a machine they made or whatever. I don't right. Know. I also loved in this movie though when uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette find it, they're like, oh, this is the device that he's using to mimic all of our voices and do this and that. And you're like, really? You know how to do that? It yeah, looks that- like a thing you hold to like count people walking into a theater. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> Although maybe yeah. they, I would imagine after your experiences in Scream One and Two, you're going to keep up on what's happening in voice portable voice changing technology. It's that is true. true. It might yeah. be a passion project. Sure. 
they were a little too late on this technology though i would say right yeah. <laughs> they fell it for it already. every single time yes it was a fun uh looking gadget though like oh i'd like to see that in a planet hollywood that'd be fun sure. yeah or like a necklace a lot beautiful necklace mm, that would be a gorgeous piece. necklace yeah very absolutely Let's just say it speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else at this party. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, uh, hi, it's high here. Angry hangups. It's, uh, yeah. you know, I, 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 go, I go as far as to say, uh, I'm going to say 95. I wanted to say 100. Mm-hmm. Say 95. I'm going to say 95. 95 as well, because Nev Campbell does a lot of like therapy with people in trauma. So I'm sure she's like being very gentle when she hangs up with them. those. Are yes, Nev Campbell is very good in these movies. She's great. Right? It's she just, t- I was like listening insane to- things to do. And she does I was believably. Yeah. I was listening to a bit of the director's commentary and like Wes Craven was talking about how like she's able to have her eyes fill up with tears, but not spill over for like mm-hmm. really sustained periods of time. And he's oh, never seen true. an actress be able to do that before. Like they just wow. don't, the tears don't fall, but her eyes are welled. Yeah. You can tell she's, she's, but because that's the thing. We want the struggle. We don't we just want the struggle. Works. We want to see you're fighting to not cry, but boy, do you want to cry? We want that's to be a, emo- we, we want emotional edging is what we want. Exactly. <laughs> don't give us that release. Third movie. Yes. <laughs> I was there. I mean, that's another good piece of merch if you're looking for one. Emotional edging? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Put that well, on a pillow. <laughs> yeah. And bite it. <laughs> this is bite here for emotional edging. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it 100 for Angry Phone Hang. Because if not yeah. this, then what? You know? True, true. I, by the way, I got to say, that's a great category. I got to pet myself Really good the category. Back, it that's is. That's a good one. We it doesn't it. get the love it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for me to come right, up with Mark, a category. What have you got? There are quite a few to choose from. Mm-hmm. I almost did musical callback for Red sure. Right Hand, but I decided not to. And this time I instead mm. went with from your podcast compatriot, Ryan Rosenberg, Julia and Julia. I'm going with aggressive haircut. Okay. Because of those aforementioned awful bangs. Very I would say they're iconic, but in the worst way. Yeah. Yeah. They are to the Rachel. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what shit is to a toilet. I I can't finish that (laughs) analogy. Unclogged, uh, clogged turd. Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've always felt that Arquette's hair is like a, oddly a little aggressive in, in these movies. There's something notable. Maybe it's the mustache that makes I think it it's the mustache where he's like having fun. Of like, he's got yeah. a lot of gel. Or he's got a lot of product in these yeah. Yeah. Where he's slicked. I also thought Parker Posey's like chunky highlights. Yes. There's yes. Yes. There. yes. You're right. And then when she's like at home, she has one of those like weird buns. Those weird little knots. That's bizarre. Yeah. But that cigarette, super fun. <laughs> Apparently, David Arquette told Courtney Cox, like, cut, get bangs to look like Betty Page. And boy, did they miss. Wow. wow. I suppose taking fashion advice from him in hindsight was not the best idea. Um, he's really into wrestling. So I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> That's how um, we know who Betty Page is. <laughs> yeah. I'd say 68. It's, 68. It's there, but it's not everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. I'll go 65. 65. I'll go 70. And you know, Red Right Hand is not in Scream 4. And does oh, it suffer? Wow. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yes. You got to hear Red Right Hand. And they recorded a new version for this one. They did. I loved it. I thought All right, it Dan. different. 
that one the cave is way ahead of you. Uh, all right, Dan, the time's come for you to add a category that we can use to add to the wheel. And maybe one day it'll become canon or bonus. Wow, this is tough. It's, I'm sure I'm not Hard the to first person to say it. It's tough. <laughs> I don't think this has a lot of it, but it's a thought I have because you mm. see it on the shoes all the time. Okay. Close-ups mm. of people lacing up outfits. It, you know those shots of okay. like close-ups of outfits being tightened on to somebody i you seem like a lot of like victorian movie where people women yeah. are getting put into or like a batman a, movie or a batman movie or yeah. a rambo yeah sure, it's sure. all very yes. there's like a fetish element to all of that gotcha, yeah cinched gotcha. being cinched being cinched, cinched to the gods some would say cinched to the gods is that a <laughs> saying i, I uh, think so <laughs> you could. Isn't any collection runway. of words a saying? <laughs> Let's lower the bar for what sayings are. <laughs> That's it's what we need more in the of. Sense of. It's been said. <laughs> yeah, we don't need all your gatekeeping about what is and isn't a saying, Dan. I like uh, cinch getting cinched. Yeah, showing cinched. Getting cinched. All right, um, cinched. Which I, you know, I don't even know if we see it here. We see boots lowering into frame yeah, maybe a do, couple of times. Do people tie this... their shoes? Oh, fuck. I've come up with one that doesn't even work for this movie. Okay. Well, we I think my come brain... up with another one. No, no, But I no. do like this. I one. like it as a category, <laughs> so we're going to keep it. What are it other ways just... we could think of it as? Like in the way of like stealing yourself, being like, like hurting your loins in a way. It feels like getting like, like being getting like, like, all right, we're going into battle. Like there's something yeah. about that whenever we see those yeah, shots. It's usually pre-battle. I feel like, like Sydney okay, must have a few it. things like that. Yeah. You but say, also, like, her, like going home and like locking her door five times. Dewey oh, yeah. and Gail yeah, get thing. tied to chairs. That's true. That's There's true. some cinching there. There's, I don't know if we saw them get tied to chairs because we, did we not, don't need but... to, but we see the we after effects of getting cinched. We do. We, we, we see st- them and go, they got cinched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I a cinch. I leaned over in the theater and said, cinched. Oh, damn, they got cinched. I like you trying to broaden it out for this movie, John, but I'm going to stick with cinched and just ha- I, I, I'm going to lay in the bed I made here. It might not work for this movie, but I like it as a category. Okay. You're being orthodox. You're taking it literally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm being orthodox Very old about Testament. my biblical uh, cinchings. <laughs> and so for this one, it's probably pretty low. It's probably like a, you know, 20. 20. I'll give it a 35. 35. Yeah, <laughs> think nope. Has anyone a... added gay sex as a category here yet? We've had no. does a high school jock get penetrated, right? <laughs> Which that's pretty gay. <laughs> um, do you want to add? Does gay sex no, happen here? That, it also that, wouldn't help with this movie. So. That would have been my category instead of cinching, but that's a good one too. Um, but I it, like cinching. most movies would not get it for, to their own detriment. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now we are into the bonus categories. Extra, extra. So these categories, as the name implies, are bonus. So they're just extra points. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't work against the movie. And so we're going zero to 10 for all of these. All right, and the first one is musical potential. Could you see this screen three being turned into a musical? Yeah, eight. Yeah. <laughs> no debate. <laughs> Sorry, it, in my mind, bonus meant lightning round, but but you're but <laughs> I like that though. But it does. It, but it. Um, I could absolutely see something about like the Hollywood part. setting, like helps definitely. That too. Yeah. Real, like Forty Second Streets. That montage of her <laughs> in the set of her old house, like that's a dream ballet, my friend. Oh yeah, that right that's there. a dream ballet. That's a dream absolutely. ballet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it comes right at the right place, right before intermission. The dream ballet. Dream ballet. I think I. 
I think you could punch up the cops as like a comedic doofusy foil there. Have them definitely. You got like seven officer Krupkeys. Yeah, seven Krupkeys. <laughs> would be, that would the be the musical song. wouldn't be improved by having Officer Krupke sung seven times. It's mostly Krupkeys this musical. <laughs> so, oh god, they we keep went to dying, and then they bring it back. Oops, all Krupkeys. <laughs> well, it doesn't work, but <laughs> we've invested a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it could be a musical. What do you think, John? I think definitely. I mean, also, I was in a musical version of Scream One, but I think this, this is will true work as well. I'm sure all the stabbing and uh, and the chasing and all of that would be great little choreographed. Uh, Especially uh, since there isn't such great, too. like, an iconic like stabbing in this or anything. There's nothing like. Right, right. You could reinvent it, and people wouldn't be like, "But you're not doing that one thing." Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Nine. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a nine. There haven't been enough slasher musicals, if you ask me. I, I'm, I second it. <laughs> Let's have more fun with genre. <laughs> All right. Our next category, queer menace. Are there any queer menaces in this? I think Parker Posey has a like queer menace energy to Courtney Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something queer about like a doppelganger, you know? Yeah. I thought that would be really weird to see someone who's like, oh, someone's making a movie of your life. And you'd be like, oh, you're the actor who's playing me. Yeah. <laughs> Against okay. your will. And like right. the actor also <laughs> hates you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And is trying to fuck your Won't ex. go away, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's levels. <laughs> a lot to play. Uh, if you if you want to imagine that the um, Roman character is gay, you could consider him queer menace. Uh, <laughs> Suppose. But wanting to get back at like your half sister doesn't feel very queer to me. <laughs> Unless it's like know. a VC Andrews book. I think <laughs> wanting it's to get pretty back queer at to me to be like, ah, I <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be the pretty one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, that's it. I mean, unless Ghostface inherently feels like a queer icon. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, wow. that you're really committed menace. to that, Mark. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Mark Rennie thinks Ghostface <laughs> is the queer icon. <laughs> the queer icon. Tear down that statue of Boy George. <laughs> Don't tear it down. We'll just redo that. We'll just add a ghost face to it. Yeah. <laughs> Put a mask over it. It's yeah, fine. Put a little robe on him. Now he's a karma chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to give this for queer menace? Five and a half. Five point five. Uh, I think it's pretty low. I'll give it a one. One. I'll give it a three. Uh, most of that's for Hollywood. Sure. Mm. <laughs> Giving it a three point one seven percent, which is two point seventeen points higher than fame. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, our next one. You might make up some points here. Character actress makes a big swing. Okay. I mean, we got Parker Posey. Posey. We got Posey. <laughs> we got Posey. All you need is one. All you need is one. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, da. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you could say the rest are kind of in their lane. Although yeah. I like that, like uh, Courtney Cox does punch Parker Posey, so she takes she a swing. Takes a fun a reinvention swing. from right. the first. She's been one. punched the first two. Yeah, she's been punched. I kind of feel that Gail Weathers is a big swing for Courtney Cox. It just becomes normal for her because she plays it so many times. I think this is like her best. I like her better in this than in Friends. Same. Yeah. It's uh, more, there's layers to Gail, like especially yeah, when you watch her the beginning, how she's almost just like outright a villain. But yeah. then I like the through line of her and Dewey's relationship. Which makes me excited for the fifth one because now they're like separated. Like, oh, we saw them like kind of flirt in the first one, and the second one right. they're dating. Now they're married. 
Then there's right. trouble with their marriage in the first, fourth one. Mm-hmm. And then apparently it doesn't work out. Huh. Um, life imitating art or art imitating life? Who can say? Uh, Who can say? Answer from the dance, right? <laughs> I'll say I'll say an eight. Parker Posey's. I mean, it, it's on her Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. I will also give it an eight. Eight. I'm sure there's people screaming at us for forgetting something essential from Parker Posey. <laughs> Let's actually, you know, what? let's see what is on like our top four of her uh, IMDb. Let's see what that is. Parker well, Posey. It is. Scream 3 is number one, then Superman Returns, then Blade Trinity, and then Days of Confused. We forgot Days of Confused. She's pretty mm. great in that. I would not put Superman Returns or Blade Trinity on her Mount Rushmore. You wouldn't? Though. I would not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'll give it an eight. And character actress makes a big swing. And the next category, witches. How witchy is this? It's the witchiest of the Scream films it's, just because of those the nightmare ghosts. sequences. Ghosts. Which apparently are real, I guess, but then not. Like, how was he doing that? It's kind of they were real. The times where she thought her mom was coming. But like when she actually sees like the face of her mother. Yeah. No, that was not real. That was a dream. A dream. But, but then Ghostface she... just happens to smash the glass at the but time. And then she, the she woke time. up for that after that. You probably oh, that's stepped right. out of the room Sorry. for a second. I did not for this one. You were probably on X-ray. Yeah. I was looking at my X-ray. I have this these movies on Blu-ray, Dan. How <laughs> but I do run X-ray simultaneously on a laptop. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Smart. <laughs> smart, very smart. <laughs> I mean, you've got a whole fucking spreadsheet here. I don't know. I got a spreadsheet, baby. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, witchiness. There's also something about that voice changing tech. Like it's almost magic at this point. Sure. Yeah. There, there is well, something they even say about... that about in uh, Jimmy Kennedy's speech. It's like he's supernatural. You can't kill him. You can't do this. Like, yeah. It's an extra thing. But in the spirit of why I imagine witchiness is a category from Supergirl, I don't, I don't think from Supergirl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it's like witchiness in a campy uh, sort of queer this way. This is no home focus. Sure. Yeah. So I would say like five. 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 Because the ghost sequences are the the like dream. Yeah, those are creepy. very. Those, you could put those right into a witch movie. <laughs> sure, not the witch. Uh, the time would make sense. Oh, and the, oh you pronounce it properly. <laughs> the witch. Yeah, <laughs> I respect Robert Eggers. Uh, I will give it. I agree. It's sort of like there's some witchiness to it, but it doesn't feel like actually witch is more supernatural. I'll give it a three. Three. Uh, I'll go to four. Uh, give an average of four. All right, next category. This one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Hmm. Oof. Nothing. Because there's no yeah. real. Heather Matarazzo. That's it. You said it perfectly. But like, what has she, have they uh, proclaimed their sexual identity? I have no idea. I think Heather Matarazzo did the first or second ass cat I ever did, but I don't remember it coming up. So that's my <laughs> input on that. You didn't scream that from words the- were like, do you like the pole or the hole? Like, <laughs> or maybe well, we both. did pole or hole with the audience. <laughs> yeah. Pole and or hole. Oh, she is like she's uh she was married. She had a girlfriend. Okay. She's married to a lady named Heather. Oh, that's fun. Oh, speaking of doppelganger. But is that role? Like she just barely like she's just more like, oh, that's a sister. Not like a, she's, sure. uh, you know, she can't be a lesbian and a sister. That's too much for that <laughs> one scene. Oh, too much information her as an actress yeah. and the audience. Yeah. And well, she, be like, schizophrenic. 
yeah it's being and it's too many very deep characters <laughs> yeah yeah too it's a hat they really a hat. work against each other <laughs> uh so i guess i'll say one sure yeah i'll also say one you know i'll go two just in case I, I, these <laughs> movies thank you I, I i don't know this for sure but they must be cast by someone who casts indie movies because like Liv schreiber and i know mm. he's in the first one but like he and um uh parker posey were in like day trippers yeah in like 90 whatever five and it feels like heather matarazzo would only be in this for the same reason or that's like the dimension family or something right right or it's miramax so miramax was, yeah. welcome to the dollhouse uh miramax Maybe. Or no? i think so but i mean that was the okay. time like indie movies were like were miramax uh, people would go to see them <laughs> like they would right. be like uh, a happening. This was like, this also reminded me of the time of like, oh, Entertainment Weekly was king because maybe oh. I had a subscription. So that's what it felt like. <laughs> uh, I get, I'll give it a two for characters playing gay roles, giving a 1.33. All right, our next one Themes of Mothers. Oh, a pretty big thing. That's the whole motivation for the killer, right? Yeah, Sydney's facing her, the ghost of her mom for the first time in a couple movies. Right? She literally begins a monologue by saying, I always thought I had the perfect mom. That's just, <laughs> right. here's the theme, right? Feels here, like right the thematic <laughs> choice there. Turns out she's human and I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> she had wants and needs, nasty. <laughs> Flaws, uh, oh I'm out of here. And also just leaving like Maureen's photographs at the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's the big theme of the movie. It's probably how they pitch the movie in the room. So I got I got to <laughs> right. give it like a 10. Someone has to pay for the mother's flaws. We've all got moms. So that's how we can all relate to this. Yeah. And they were all probably whores. Uh, yeah, I will also give it a 10. It is a weird like there's like a little bit of like uh, slut shamey vibe. A little bit. Thing, a little you know bit of I mean? slut shamey vibe. It's never like called out that like let Marie. She didn't do anything wrong. She's living her life. She's, you know, being mm -hmm. young. She was exploited by this terrible producer. Would you say that that's that the movie doesn't do a good enough job letting or you know Sydney, where it like stands, they don't have like Sydney ever like that? say like oh my mom yeah. was flawed but I loved her you know she was a, she right. was human. Mm -hmm. It seems like a thing she's like she's struggling with and then people say it and she's like is this the truth about her? Yeah, but right. it feels like all the villains say that, which makes me think that it's like the movie thinks that it's a, not the good point of view. But I guess we never hear the rebuff from yeah. Sydney. Right. I'll also give this a 10. I mean, it got us talking. <laughs> it's talking, baby. Can Something a mother be a tramp? <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> All right. Our next category drinks thrown in faces. Well, Gail and Jennifer punch each other. They punch each mm -hmm. other. Warburton takes a frying pan to the face, which yeah. felt like a drink, a step up from a drink. I'd rather have a drink than a frying pan, sure. Yes, yes. Any others? I think that's it. I don't know if anyone <laughs> ever throws like liquid at Ghostface in a chase scene or anything like that. It does seem no. like that would be very effective. Yeah. He's got that bottle of champagne at the end, but I don't think anyone's throwing it at anybody. No. Pretty low to me. Three? Three. I'll give it a four. Four. I'll give it a four. Mostly because I love after she gets punched. Jennifer says, or Parker Posey, my lawyer, lawyer liked, liked that. that. It's that, so weird. That delivery is so That's good. good. <laughs> it's so funny. It has you literally on the edge of your seat. Like, what does she say? What is this sentence? Yeah. It gives yeah. you time to digest each word as yeah. she yeah. says it. It's so good. 
I got a 3.67 in drinks, uh, drinks thrown in face. And finally, the last of the bonus categories, quips. How quippy is Scream 3? I have to say, the first thing on my list is Parker Posey saying, my lawyer like that. It's <laughs> a great one. <laughs> She got a ton. Uh, like I'm ever going to win an award playing you. Remind me not to sleep with him again. Mm-hmm. And then the all, classic daughter obsession line. All right. the Gail Dewey stuff is pretty quippy. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I, I don't have any great examples off the top of my head, but um, they're kind of all, they've got a good rat attack going all, the whole time. Yeah. No, they got a great chemistry. Pretty quippy. I mean, th- I think all these movies are very like yes. fun yeah. and sort of jokey. I, this one probably the least I'm guessing because it wasn't written by Kevin Williamson. I think probably. he's like the the quip man mm-hmm. on these ones. But yeah, I, seven. That's how I have him in my phone address book. Yeah, oh, quip the quip man. man. The quip man. <laughs> Siri, call the quip Excuse man. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm the quip man. <laughs> uh, I'll give it an eight. Eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Given an average of 7.67. All right, now we are into the iconic categories. So these categories are larger, more umbrella categories. And so for these next couple categories, we're rating from zero to 200. Okay. All right, you ready for this? The first one, how would you rate Scream 3 in homoeroticism? Mm-hmm. The only thing I could say is that right. I and I do like this in the movie how Gail and Jennifer they start working together. Like I mm-hmm. like that they start sure. off as enemies, but then they become partners, buddies, and they're holding hands a lot. That's true. But that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Gail falls in love with they're both with herself. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. One's an actor, one's an entertainment reporter. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect couple. Um. That I, I all I can think of is places where there would have been room for homoeroticism, but there wasn't really mm-hmm. any. Like between and there's the actors, always room for homoeroticism. Always room. That another great piece of merch right there. <laughs> Dan, you want to be our branding <laughs> uh, <laughs> expert? Yeah. I'll say I'll say the things that could be merch, but that's the extent of what you'll get from me. I'm not going <laughs> right. to like design or price. Um, like if you think there could be some with like Dewey and and and, and Patrick Warburton or or oh, the sure. actors, Keith um, Lauren, someone, yeah, yeah, the cops, you know, there's something there, maybe like between McSteamy or whichever one he is and Dewey, but <laughs> he's McDreamy. Really McDreamy, thank McDreamy, you. I'm sorry. Show some respect. <laughs> the only one I know is McRibby. <laughs> Hello, it's hey, back, baby. <laughs> Kevin is it? I don't, I've never had a McRib. Should I? Oh man, it's great. Mm. Is it? It's great how like microwaved. Um, how not real it is. <laughs> yeah, like microwaved uh, White Castle. Oh, where yeah, it's like yeah. nothing else tastes like this. Right. And so the it's <laughs> a scratches flavor an that itch. Is, yeah, once it's exactly. got into you, you're like, I do want to scratch that itch. Yeah, once a year, I'm fine with it. Once it's got into you, you're gonna want to scratch mm. that itch. Is that a good merch? <laughs> no. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, that's I mean, why you're the jock expert. strap. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's actually, like good warning. Like I have STDs. Once I get yeah. into yeah. you, you're gonna need to scratch You're gonna need to see a doctor. After <laughs> Advice this. merch is good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I would say three. Three out of two hundred. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, low. it's that's pretty low. Pretty good. I'll give it a twenty. Actually, unfortunately. Twenty. Yeah. It's pre- I'm gonna go. 16. <laughs> I'm going to go 
3,000? <laughs> uh, I'm giving it, giving it, uh, giving it 22, which is two point, what, 33 points higher than fame. Whoa. Pretty good for two movies that don't have any homoeroticism in them. Right. All right, our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Scream 3 and come away with a whole book of ideas? Yeah, I think so. Gail's yellow suit at the beginning, I loved. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, I, Jennifer Jolie does Gail drag. Yeah, absolutely. And she's wearing an outfit that was an outfit that yeah. Courtney Cox wore in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is there a, is there a, someone has to have done ghost faces drag in oh, some I'm sort sure. of capacity. Yes, sure. Absolutely. It's pretty uh-huh. simple. Ghost face is a horror icon. <laughs> yeah. Also, Cotton's all white suit and shirt. Mm, Gail's right. terrible bangs. I'm sure you could adjust. <laughs> Maureen's ghost. That's a good excuse. I was inspired by Courtney Cox's terrible bangs in Scream 3. That's yeah. why my wig looks like this. Oh, all We're right, doing girl. a tribute to we Sister Act. We the <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I like to mix and match. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm zagging. <laughs> zagging. Well... Uh, Carrie Fisher's ah. look was pretty fun, I thought. But if someone did it, would people be like, oh, Carrie Fisher from Scream 3? If you really knew Scream 3, I would say you would. <laughs> yeah. I'd say 100 even. 100, right in the middle. I think it, I agree. It's pretty low. I'm going to actually go 65. I can't believe we haven't even mentioned Jay and Silent Bob. How many drag queens have done Jay and Silent Bob? I, oh, I think drag they- kings, maybe. But you could still do a female, a genderqueer version of Jay and Silent Bob. Well, sure. I don't know if anybody wants that. Right. But... <laughs> uh, there's one thing the gays want. It's more Jay and Silent Bob. We love content. the viewers. He nailed it in Chasing Amy. <laughs> <laughs> His movies that age well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's nothing problematic or weird about him or that tweet about ugh, that infamous tweet of his. Uh. Which how he, likes he now to... says his wife had him tweet on a dare. It was like his. He was uh, saying, yeah, like he lost just a bad own it. It's like own Tommy it. Wiseau saying the room was intentional. A comedy, <laughs> like no, no, it wasn't. It's fine. All right, now we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stick to your lane. Our last of the iconic categories: camp factor. How campy is Scream Three? I have trouble understanding what fits into <laughs> camp sometimes, but I don't think it's that campy, right? You have a picture with Superman and Super Grover, and you is don't know camp? what camp is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had you guys explain camp to me last time. Um, but so that's camp. There's a camp element to it. You're taking two icons, yeah. mixing them together. Yeah. If you bring any woman home to your place, they're going to be like, oh, he's gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might as well have an actual red flag. <laughs> Um, I think just, Monica quoting Chandler when she said, could I be more popular at one point? She was doing a little Friends reference. That to me felt camp. Mm, I think I interacting with actors who have been cast as you, that sort of felt like campy to me. Pretty much everything Parker Posey is doing. Yeah. There was like a speech that, uh, what's his name gave? That was like, you want to get in Hollywood? You got to play the game. Lance the rules. And yeah, it was just like, all right. This could have come second, right I out. I thought of that like, was Wes Craven. I had to x-ray it. He auditioned. <laughs> yeah. Did he? And he didn't, didn't get it. himself. Crazy. He saw well, his own tape and was like, I don't know. I don't think I'm good. Camera enough. doesn't like me. I'm no. not willing to do what it takes. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't uh, like I, me. 
I, I always just thought camp meant like larger than life. That too. Camp, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I would say the scream movies are a little campy, right? Like Absolutely. There's and, all yeah. the self-awareness and the meta yeah, of, the it all. of it all. And we don't mean the new Facebook when we say meta. <laughs> Is it called meta? They, well, yes, it's called meta. Isn't that awful? Oh no! Isn't he uh, the worst? I don't, must be I don't worst. know what they could have named it that I would have liked, but nothing. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is dead. <laughs> I would have liked that. <laughs> have you checked out Mark Zuckerberg and his dead stock prices? <laughs> Through the roof. I guess one twenty for camp. One twenty. I'll do one sixty. One sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we didn't really explain it to you, so. <laughs> but I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Maybe this will help. Uh, here we go. That weird time when you needed a car phone and a cell phone. A lot. Uh, the Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not Museum. Having a Cinzano print on your wall. Swearing on your Pulitzer Prize that you haven't won yet. No one respecting an entertainment reporter. Wanting your bodyguard to hold you like a baby. A detective teaming up with an unconventional partner. What is this? ABC's Castle? Ghostface is pushing people on carts, hitting them with frying pans. What is this? Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Threatening script pages. Realizing you're in the concluding chapter of a trilogy looking exactly like Carrie Fisher describing anything as a hot set destroying craft services fake movie posters dramatic lineage reveals taking place in a luxurious home theater your last act on earth being falling onto a fancy lamp hiding an engagement <laughs> ring in a trashy crew true crime book and finally Sydney leaves her kitchen door and her front gate open leaving me to believe she wants her dog to run away <laughs> I think this is probably I think this is probably the campiest scream movie. Oh the yeah. Hollywood of it all. Sure. So I'll give it a 175. All righty. Giving it a 151.67, which is six points five. Yeah, no, no, five points higher <laughs> than fame. Wow. Okay. Finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories we're not rating, we're just saying we think we it gets it or not. And the first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. The well, only it's... thing you could say is that it does show how it suffers without Kevin Williamson's involvement. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a gay So man. it's a positive negative example is what you're saying? Yeah, it's positive by look how much we needed him. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think that's quite I don't enough. think it's, yeah, I'm, I don't think so. I mean, there's just really no gay characters, if nothing else. None yeah. of the straight characters are going around being homophobic. Well, that's give them a, Pulitzer, a Nobel Prize. Opportunity to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jay and Silent Bob are constantly being homophobic, and they found a this way is not true. to in their that's true. appearance. And they've become universally embraced. Are you excited for Clerks 3? It's in the can. No. <laughs> it's already in the can. It's uh -huh. in the can. Well, I think I it's not bothering my agent then. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Did you hear it? Did <laughs> you get it? Uh, no, I tried to watch the the James Tom Bob Strike Back sequel, and it was just so tough to it. They are so stuck in their sense of humor from 1998 mm -hmm. that it, it, it makes it hurts me as someone who loved those movies. That, right. Uh, <laughs> that you once were that person. Yeah, that it's like, oh, God. And, and that it's like, wait, could I get stuck like this if someone else did? Like, <laughs> but you haven't. Wait, any of us can be stuck. I haven't become super famous for it yet. This is true. It's true, it's tough. Um, but no, I'm not excited. I'll watch it, but I'm worried about it, I'll say. You'll give it 15 minutes, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're worried? Like you're tossing and turning it? <laughs> like about Clerks 3? <laughs> Dante, is he even that good of an actor? <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Rosario Dawson couldn't get out of this? Huh. <laughs> I'll say It does no. bother me. Let me just quickly say <laughs> the only version of Goodbye Horses you can listen to on Spotify is from the Clerks 2 soundtrack. So I hate that I'm giving it that attention when I add it to my playlist. On, um, That's pretty Spotify. That? that was a real Sophie. It's from uh, Silence of the Lambs, the one when like, you know, uh, Buffalo uh, Bill talks and is like, is that song that's fuck? playing? Okay. Goodbye, horses. I Anyways. I guess the uh, Science of the Lamb soundtrack uh, A and R is a little more litigious. <laughs> I guess so. Kevin Smith. So what have we decided? Yay or nay to the positive portrayal bonus? It I sounds like no. nay. Yeah, nay. All right. Finally, negative fifty percent of all the points. If this is the movie Boat Trip, <laughs> this is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose fifty percent of its points. Okay. All right, that's it. We're done. That's huge. huge. You dodged a bullet. (laughs) So now, Dan, now that we've been through it all, how do you think the movie did? Do you think it's going to do better than Scream? That's a good question. Scream had a 53.32%. I think it will, but I think if it doesn't, it's because I hindered it with airing too low on some of my ratings. (laughs) Because your integrity ruined it. Okay. Your integrity ruined it. (laughs) My integrity ruined it. You're too noble. (laughs) Yet again. Well, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,519.56 points, Scream 3 has scored 1,636.89 points, giving it a percentage of 64.97, making it the 57th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as The Emperor's New Groove, but gayer than Ginger Snaps. Two Patrick Warburton's back to back. Patrick Warburton, he's got a yes. lock on 56. Yes. He's really good in movies that slightly are around, friendly to gays. Yeah. <laughs> that are not, slightly under 65% gay. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can look at me, but I'm not flirting back. A <laughs> uh, story of my life. <laughs> well, Dan, you That's did it. Wow. I'm happy with that for Scream. That feels like where it belongs. Scream mm-hmm. 3. Yeah, I think that's safe. First, Wait. something with no actual homoeroticism or gay people. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Where's pretty Toy good. Soldiers again? Toy Soldiers. Did you say 70 something or did I make that up? 78. Uh, nobody said that. Nope. You guys are just making things up. You uh, said 72, right? Nope. You, Mark Rennie said 72 for Toy you Soldiers. Definitely have said 72 at some point in the last hour and a half. <laughs> I'm that's the year my brother was born. Um, but Toy Soldiers is 97th with a 42.47. Okay. But that was on our old, I wonder how it would do because it's definitely more homoerotic than that's true. Any of the screen movies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot more ass shots. You know what you like, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> what do I like? Toy Soldiers. You know. <laughs> Well, Dan, that's it. Thank you so much, so much fun. for doing this. Is there anything you would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Yeah, get on pa- Paramount Plus and watch Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. I'm in that, and that's the thing that I'm excited about right now. And <laughs> BigGrandeWebsite.com is where my group Big Grande sells all our content, which is podcast stuff, animated stuff, and we just taped a live improv comedy special that we're going to put on there once it's edited. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. And Man Dog Pod, like you said, at the beginning of the Improv and Conversation podcast with me and Ryan Rosenberg. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, 
do check all that out. Dan, it's one yes. of the funniest, kindest people I know, I would say. Um, but you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, CWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain all the current movie rankings. Oh. Yes, you can email us at Two mm-hmm. Old Queens, CWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think if we got anything wrong. Any merch suggestions you want to pitch our ways? We can see what Dan thinks of them first and then maybe uh, make it happen. <laughs> you? Yeah, go ahead and see, see me on those. <laughs> Please. <laughs> if he gets a thumbs up, we'll move forward. <laughs> we'll go to the next phase. Uh, we also have a Patreon, Jewel uh, Queens, the retirement plan for just $5 a month. Uh, you get uh, an extra episode every other week. So you get uh, you end up getting an episode every week if you join that. And uh, we also have merch. If you go to Tee Public uh, and search for Tool Queens, there's a lot of fun merch that already exists. So you can buy for yourself or your loved ones. A percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Oprah Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. That's it. And that's it. We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe and goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.